You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. My business did not start with a business model and a business plan. It started because I was sick. I had some remedies and, and protocols that helped me, and I wanted to offer those to others. That was Shannon Vaughn. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hi, Marnie on the Move listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Happy New Year and welcome back. This is the first episode of 2020. And it is going to set the tone for your wellness routines and rituals for the next decade. I am forever changed after trying these products and inspired by my guest, Shannon Vaughn, founder of Persona. For Shannon, two life-changing health crises and a decision to pursue a path of alternative holistic healing and modalities marked the end of her illness and the beginning of her journey into wellness. Persoma is a wellness company offering a variety of bath and body products, including body polishes, bath treatments, essential oils, and detox teas. Persoma is all about wellness for the modern world, offering a bevy of treatments to help you relax, detox, and refresh, soothing the body from the inside out. Treatments include After the Class, yes, a collab with Taryn Toomey and The Class, Digital Detox, seaweed body polish, persole body oil, and sweet sleep banana chamomile tea. All of the ingredients are eco-cert, organic, hand-harvested, locally grown at the Persoma farm, or sustainably farmed from France. They are all founder-sourced personally by Shannon to get her official stamp of approval, also known as FSI, founder-sourced ingredients, which you can learn more about on her website. Shannon and I sync up about the two life-changing health crises she faced in 2011 and the alternative holistic healing and modalities that inspired her journey into wellness and the launch of Persona. We talk about how she has grown the brand from its original launch at one store in Brooklyn with eight SKUs to distribution in over 200 luxury retail boutiques, 500 Ulta Beauty locations, and her expansion into boutiques in Korea, the GCC, and the EU this year. We talk about her very cool collab with Taryn Toomey and The Class called After The Class and her crystal sourcing with the Rockhounds in the Pioneer Mountains in Idaho. And of course, Shannon shares the fitness and wellness routines that fuel her for success. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. It's easy. Head over to your app on your Apple phone, scroll through the podcasts, Marnie on the Move, Click on write a review, click on five stars, and tell us what you love. Also, feel free to share the Marnie on the Move podcast episodes with your friends. Tell them to listen and download your favorite episodes. DM us on Instagram and let us know who you want to hear from, if you have any questions for our guests, and what you're looking forward to in 2020. Persoma is offering Marnie on the Move listeners a complimentary detox tea, 
with the purchase of a bath treatment. Use the code CALMINGTEA on their website, PersomaLife.com, and enjoy. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to share a word about our sponsor, Mad Ritual CBD. Today's episode is fueled by Mad Ritual CBD. Mad Ritual CBD has changed my recovery game in a really big way. Get ready to recover like a rebel with these awesome, high-quality CBD-infused products. Their CBD balm is off the charts amazing. And I'm not the only one that thinks so. Mad Ritual has 100-plus five-star reviews. The balms have five simple organic ingredients, coconut oil, shea butter, olive oil, plant wax, CBD, and different blends of essential oils. Personally, I prefer the eucalyptus and peppermint. They also offer a terrific CBD-infused total recovery supplement. Not just for athletes, the products are formulated to ease all of the aches and pains that come along with being an active human. So, if you're sore from life, Mad Ritual gets it. Founded by women athletes and active entrepreneurs, they are committed to helping active folks bring more balance to their lives. Mad Ritual is offering Marnie on the Move listeners 15% off. Head over to their website, madritual.com, and use the code Marnie on the Move. Now, on to the episode. Shannon, thank you so much for being here today. It's so wonderful that you're able to come down to our recording studio. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks for having me. So tell me about Persoma and where it all began. Well, I would say that the, the company was secondary to a personal need to finding health solutions for my own chronic illness. And I was very ill. I had, you know, what is very common to a lot of women, which was ovarian cyst, which repro- affects the reproductive system affects you every single month. You can be bedridden. It's very painful. And the treatment for that is surgery and medication. And so I had always been a, what I thought was a really, what I thought was a relatively healthy person. And when this happened to me, I kind of looked at my options. And at the time I was in college and very taxed for time and resources. And I had a friend who had been treated with um, alternative medicine for Crohn's disease. And she recommended a nutritionist that was in New York. And I went to see him and he put me on a very, very eccentric, kind of off the grid natural healing program that consisted of, uh, it was about, it was supposed to be a 60 day program. And the, the, the target was to shrink the cyst, which are essentially benign or not benign tumors. And you go into the doctor, you see these things in your ultrasound, and you know exactly what you're looking at, what you're trying to try to deal with, and the symptoms exhibit themselves differently. But anyway, the the treatment was a protocol of um, lots of heavy juicing, lots of supplementation, um, colonic irrigation, heat heat therapy, castor oil, detox soaks, and and a whole list of other things. And and you were in college at the time. Yeah. And I remember explaining to my professors, you know, I'm going to go on this program. And this is typically something it was very intense that you would need to be in a clinic for. Um, Something maybe like Hippocrates Institute in Florida where you're under observation and you can go to someone because you you have very heavy detox effect. And I just didn't have that opportunity and just 
had to do it myself and so kind of turned my kitchen into a lab this program was very regimented every half an hour I was either swallowing something or eating something or taking something or doing something and in 45 days I'll never forget it was right before Thanksgiving I had a clean bill of health I went to the doctor and I had no cyst and I had no symptoms and I had for the first time in my life ever regulation of my female reproductive system that's incredible no side effects of pms or any of the things that you know a lot of women suffer with from the age of like you know 12 years old and so all those things went away and i was also had this like radiant skin my nails were there you know there's things to tell kind of if a healthy if a person's really healthy it's kind of like you look at the color of the tongue you look at the nail beds you look at the white of the eyes and you look for vibrancy in those in those um, parts of the body and so my body was exhibiting these like signs of radiant health and also my mind was really clear I wasn't drinking coffee there was no alcohol and um, I felt really really good and so I said, you know, this is, this is, if someone had shown me these tools early on and talked to me about this, I could have, um, you know, maybe avoided being ill. And um, so I don't know why I got sick or how or, or what contributed to that, but I realized that, you know, having certain tools and living a certain lifestyle is really just the best way to live. And so I, that was kind of the physical side of my healing journey. The mental side was um, I had had a severe case of PTSD. And I had PTSD due to um, some trauma I experienced. I had been living in the Middle East, and um, some things happened with I was living in Beirut, and there was some uh, upheaval there. And experienced some things that were very traumatic for me. I'd had a divorce, and the treatment for PTSD is pretty much Ambien for sleeping and Xanax for when you get a panic attack, both of which are, you know, hard to kind of live on. And so after I got better and I was in school, I decided that I wanted to create a, I thought I should be a doctor to be able to create products for women that made them feel like I felt, but much easier. My program was so complicated to follow and it took so much work. And I said, you know, there needs to be some tools here that women can just activate when they're not feeling well, supplementation, detox soaking, heat therapy. And that's when I was like, well, I need to be a doctor to do that and and looked at Georgetown Medical School. So I moved to Washington and um, enrolled at Georgetown. And prior to starting the the program, there was a visiting, I don't know if he was a professor or a doctor, but he was visiting from the Walter Reed Military Hospital. And he was speaking about uh, war veterans from Afghanistan that had been healed with meditation for their PTSD. And I was like, that's me. You know, I had the same kind of, um, they were doing visualization therapy and they were doing meditation and it was, you know, in the same part of the world that I'd been affected and had some trauma there. And I said, you know, where am I going to go to? And I was not a person who practiced yoga, had ever done meditation. You know, my introduction to healthy living was due to a, you know, illness. So this was not second nature to me. Um, And I thought, you know, I guess the origin of meditation and this kind of healing is in India. 
And so I went to India for an extended period of time. And I, I, uh, I didn't really have a plan. I was going to go to a, to a um, school to study with a scholar named David Frawley, who'd written a lot of books about Vedic philosophy and meditation. But prior to that, I ended up staying in India in Rishikesh. And I was just, it just kind of, it's one of those trips you just go to India kind of with an intention, but you don't really have a plan. It's kind of the way to go there. And I ended up learning how to meditate in this very claustrophobic cave on the side of the mountain on the northern part of the um, Himalayas along the Ganga River and with no you know no real course I just was taught in a very kind of traditional way and started to build up a meditation practice five minutes a day seven minutes a day ten minutes a day got to about a half an hour and there was this shift that happened and I was no longer startled by loud noises. I could go to 4th of July and not be that freak that had to kind of go inside because I couldn't hear loud explosions. The, the stress management for just daily stress or a trust stressful situation, I had these amazing tools that I could call on. And those tools did not involve drugs. They didn't involve drinking. They didn't involve anything other than making sure I took the time to have quiet space and so when I was I kind of felt like I'd healed my physical body and mental body and then decided that when I was in school uh, at this point at at medical school that I really wasn't going to continue with the medical program and had started kind of thinking about you know what would be how could I incorporate the wellness tools that I'd learned into an easy, accessible uh, product mm-hmm. and lifestyle for women that was accessible and obtainable. And I thought about like, well, where do I shop as a woman? Well, I buy food, I buy clothing, and I buy beauty products. That's typically what I'm, you know, women spend their, their money on. And I felt like, okay, this is part of my beauty routine and part of my lifestyle and part of my evening routine was taking these detox soaks. I would put all of these really interesting ingredients that were detoxifying into the tub and I would feel, I, for me, it was not bathing, it was cleansing. And I continued to have a cleansing practice forever, whether it was mentally through meditation, through moving my body through exercise, and then having these cleansing treatments that you did inside the bathtub. and. So I started to kind of play around with this and had some conversations with some biochemists to get the ingredients right, started sourcing the ingredients myself, which is really tedious and you know you kind of had to buy from here and pick from there. And then I said, you know, I, re- I really want to start, I want to make a beauty product that makes people feel good. Mm-hmm. And maybe one day you'll be able to walk into Sephora or walk into Ulta and walk in there and say, I'd like to buy a product that makes me feel good because I knew after my experience that feeling good meant you looked good way better than any other, you know, topical skincare or makeup or any other application. So that's how Pure Soma came about was through the learning and healing and kind of uncomfortable experience that I went through. And when I thought about naming the company or, or naming this kind of yeah, I was going to say, where did you come up with the name yeah, for so, Persona? So it wasn't a company; it was a it was a 
it kind of was just an extension of a healing lifestyle and treatment that I wanted to package up and be able to give to people. So when I dropped out of medical school, I worked with a juice company. And the woman that ran the juice company or owned the juice company was had had her own healing experience. And I said, you know, part of the they were juice cleanses at that time were really popular and juice cleanses are hard to do intermittent fasting and fasting in general. Um, but when you take a, a soak at the end of the day, you, you, you kind of don't, you don't need to eat. It, it curbs your appetite. You sweat a lot. And it's a really nice evening ritual to do whether you're on a juice fast or not. So we, we partnered up. I said, you know, can I make these products and put and partner with you and, and implement them into someone's cleansing routine? But that was the easiest place for me to kind of communicate that messaging. So we, I had these products that were very well suited to be part of a, a cleanse program, right? And so people were cleansing with juice at that time. It was a new kind of a new thing, hitting a little bit of mainstream. And I put, I kind of bagged up these products in my apartment in Georgetown and tested them on myself, my friends, and made a single serve detox treatment that you would use at the end of a juice cleanse. And people really liked it. The response was great. People would write me emails and say, this was amazing. I felt amazing. Can I get more? And we started off making, and we still make these very large size bags that are like, for instance, I shared with you the digital detox. Yeah. I love how you have like each bag is for the individual soak. Yes. Like for that bath, like just pour the whole thing in. Each bag is one treatment. Yes. And we kind of have to work on this language sometimes. It's like, we're references a bath company or a bath soap company, or you make the bath salts. And, you know, it takes a lot of education in explaining, like, we're not, yes, we, we live in a bath and body category in mm-hmm. retail, but we're not a bath salt company. We, I use the bathtub as a vessel for you to relax, recline, and with heat, your pores open up. And so whatever I put in that vessel is going to go into your body. It's going to absorb. So if I put good ingredients they're going to go into your body. If I put detoxifying ingredients, they're going to detox your system. And so and you talk about like wellness for the modern world. I mean, that's kind of like what Persoma is. Yeah. And so wellness for the modern world re- really relates to digital detox. And that came about from when I had a position with the juice company, I spent a lot of time on the phone and I had this, you know, my, my, you know, a phone I don't know if phones do this anymore, but they used to get very, very hot yes. and very warm. Sometimes. And I was having like this mild headache on the left hand, left side of my head. And I, I couldn't figure it out. And But I would notice when I was away from the phone that I wouldn't have that headache. So I went into the Apple store in Georgetown and this young man helped me. And he, his father was a, a actually a brain surgeon in a hospital and he said to me he said I would recommend that you don't have the phone on your head and I was like really and he showed me a warning that's in the phone it's deeply embedded in your phone if you go to your phone and you go to general about settings and somewhat something like that order you and I can do that if you want yeah and then it goes down to the end it goes to legal and then if you look at legal it says you know radio frequency and like there's a there's a measurable amount of frequency these are emfs right electromagnetic frequencies that is deemed safe for human being to have next to their body and that amount so we like to say distance is your friend Mm -hmm. so 
I'm not saying toss your cell phone as, uh, you know, aside, it's going to give you cancer. That's not, certainly not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that there is a frequency that comes out of the cell phone and out of, out of a device that is not safe to put on the body. So using a headset, a wired headset is great. And so I started to look into this and I was like, there's got to be some research behind this. There's a warning on the phone. There's a reason why it's got to be there. And then they talk about it in the warning. They say the SAR, which is this specific absorption rate. Mm-hmm. So there's an, there's a, there's a, kind of a safety standard, which is okay. But these standards are very, very outdated. They were tested when the phone was not a smartphone. It didn't have all the, the all the signals happening with it, you know, the tracking, the navigation. So there's a couple different types of things. You've got the electricity from the phone. Then you have the searching for the navigation of where you are. Then you have the Wi-Fi signal searching. So there's a lot going on that's pinging to your head. Right. And so, and also to your body, you know, there is speculation that you should not have it near your reproductive or- organs right. and not have a man I think all of that's pocket. true yeah I I wasn't sure until I did my due diligence and research and there was a epidemiologist and and uh, toxicologist a woman named Dr. Dever Davis and she is kind of the leading researcher and she's in Washington DC and she has spent a fair amount of time lobbying to um, you know make sure that cell phone towers are a certain distance away from primary schools and that she educates people on the um, possible harmful side effects of putting a cell phone on your body and on your head. And so that's where digital detox came from, actually. And so it, there, was a two, there was a parallel thing happening. A, I didn't want people to have a phone on their head. And B, I wanted to have a disconnect. So right. we actually created a platform called Digital Wellness, which I thought was a kind of soft way to say, like, get the heck off your phone. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yes. you know, taking 30 minutes in the evening, yeah. you know, there are things happening to your body when you're in the soaking vessel because of the ingredients. And there are things happening to you because you've not taken your phone with you in there. Right. You're not taking pictures. I mean, it's great. We use social media, right? Take pictures, document what you're doing before, mm-hmm. maybe after, but not during, and get rid of that phone. So there was two things happening. There was a treatment. There was something happening to your body because of the ingredients and because of the procedure and what you were doing. But there was also a subliminal message to disconnect from technology and give yourself a break. And so the meaning of pure soma is we use the word pure because it's the French spelling of pure because most of our ingredients come from northern France. And I was a dual degree uh, major in philosophy. And so we started out with the study of the ancient Greeks and soma, the term of soma means of the body. And then soma also in Ayurvedic medicine and, and Vedic philosophy, it means a transition. So it's a transitioning of something that's occurring and transition oftentimes is hard. So let's say you're in one stage of your life and you want to get to another stage in your life. There's always this transition you have to pass through. And I find that transition is always kind of the hardest state. Things are uncomfortable, things aren't familiar, and it's like moving, right? There's this state like till you're settled, right? That whole like pack up and get in a truck and move and find a new place. And then you're settled and the transition is over. And so the pure transition is, is, is pure soma. And so you, you end up with the result is that you're transitioning to a better, pure self. And so if you've ever taken a pure soma treatment, you will know that we have a protocol and that protocol involves dry brushing the body to remove dry skin, which can be done in any season of the year. 
Our dry brushes are amazing. They're not too hard, not too soft. Filling the tub. So there's a ritual and there's a practice. It's filling the tub. It's bringing your bathrobe into the room. It's bringing a bottle of water into the side of the tub to hydrate. Filling the tub, adding the really amazing mineral rich ingredients that you can see everything. If you open our right. stuff and you look and at it. And it smells great. Some of them smell amazing. Thank you. I love that. And you can define what those things are. Like you can actually look at it and be like, okay, I see these ingredients in yeah. the bag and now I'm putting them in my bath. And then you get in the, in the tub and we advise you on our protocol to soak for 20 to 30 minutes. I set a timer. Frankly, if it's hot enough, 20 minutes will be more than enough. I made it 20 minutes you the did, other day. But it was hard, yeah. right? It was hard. I mean, you know what, for me, I probably, I need to like have something, I can't sit. So this is like my, <laughs> my problem or maybe my challenge for in general is that I just can't sit and do nothing. So when I'm in the bath, like I'll put on like a dumb movie or something just to like keep me, like I don't like to check messages. I don't like to go on Instagram, like do stuff like that. But I have my iPad and I usually will like watch an episode of something. I, I don't know. It just keeps my mind like from not. And how was that when you were in a pure soma soap? Were you, did you need those, that other stimulation or were you? I'm in the habit of doing that in the bath. But the reason is because for me, it's more physical. So I like, even if I'm like, for example, like if when I do like an Epsom salt bath, I'm in there because my muscles are like done. And so I need to sit in there. So there's like, it's not as much mental as it is physical. And so I have to like force myself to sit in there or like if I take an ice bath. So it's like distraction from the process of sitting in the bath. I'm in that habit, but actually I, I felt like a little closer to getting rid of the iPad when I was doing the Persoma treatment. And I have another one, so. Like, what do you do? I have ADD. Yeah. Like, I'm a very fidgety, you know, yeah. busy person that has a very hard time sitting. I have a hard time sitting and focusing. That's why meditation is so helpful for me. If you take the bath and the soak the way that it's supposed to be done, it is so hot that it's very hard and your body starts to sweat and detox. It's very hard to stay focused on something else other than just kind of giving in. Giving to, in to yeah. the soak. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and ex- exercise is like that too, right? The first 15 to 20 minutes yeah. until you really break a sweat, you're thinking of other things. You kind of want to leave the class. You're kind of over it. You're annoyed. And, and then you're, you know, the chemical stuff you have to get into your zone well well chemically there's things that start to happen right and those endorphins kick in and you start to feel better and you kind of get that you know high if you will and so uh i don't want to say that like i get high from soaking in my own supply or something but you know in some way you do like you are in these really really strong potent ingredients in really hot water and your body starts to really sweat and then you are done and you get out. And then we have this protocol, part of our protocol is this trademark name called Sweat and Rest. And we want you to put on a towel and a robe, get under the cover and sweat, sweat, sweat. And you'll feel your heart rate pounding, your heart pounding, and your heart racing. And then it'll calm down just like exercise. And then you'll know you'll done, you're done. Essentially, you're turning your home and your bathroom into a spa. You're recreating the spa at home. Precisely. Which is why we make a product called Spa in a Box. Yes. And that was my whole, you know, mission for the e-commerce model of our business was we can't really deliver that message in a retailer, but we can deliver that message online. And Spa in a Box is really meant for you to have a treatment that's roughly $100 and 
not have to book an appointment other than with yourself. It's available to you as long as you have, you know, a bathtub and you don't have to have a super luxurious bathroom. And you don't have to dedicate, you know, three or four hours and book in advance and maybe have to cancel. And, you know, the price point is very different. And this is really, Bonabox is really meant to be a ritual that you do for yourself that leaves you feeling like you've just left a spa, but you're still in the comfort of your own home. And I find that people are now with things being so on demand that people are really, they like having things that they can do at home. Yeah. And it's, it's just much more efficient. Yeah. It's more efficient and you know, you can kind of cater it to yourself a little bit. Right. And also if you work and or your whatever it is you do there's a lot of outside stimulation and even in a spa in a kind of calm and and soothing environment there's still people right there's still people around you're engaging there's some formalities if you're at home you can kind of dismiss that and i like to call the bathroom the sanctuary space you know typically if you have a family you can kind of go in there and shut the door and that's kind of the only place you can be this left alone so i call that the sanctuary space and that really is the mission there is to practice wellness for the modern world, which is over-inundated with information and content and technology. Escape from that into your sanctuary space and have a treatment or a self-care ritual that will help you transition into a better, healthier self. Well, I do, I do really feel from my experience using your products that my bathroom was transformed into a spa so the bath treatments are your signature product and you have you have more products beyond the bath yes and and you know we are we have a trade a tagline called beyond the bath actually so it's funny that you said that because the the kind of the core of the company is around centered around the bathtub right and the bathroom and we want you to go beyond the bath in the in that it's a treatment it's not a bath but we also had people that were like, I don't have a bathtub. And so we wanted them to also experience a ritual. And the protocol for our body polishes is the same. It's dry brushing. It's putting product on the body that's dry. We, If you open our product, you'll see, which is, I have never seen another company do this. If you open it, we have two separate little bags. So yep. in the body. Which is so cool. We do the same thing in the soak that we do in the polish. So in the polish, you have the oil separate. And then you have this powdered exfoliating formula. And I did that because all of the so- the polishes and scrubs that I saw in the market have preservative in them because you have to, because if you're going to have it in the bathroom and you open something and it's exposed to water, it, it's a breeding ground for bacteria. Right. And so I wanted something without any preservatives in it or anything not natural. And that was the only way to do it was to separate out the ingredients. And then also you have this cute little wooden spoon that we have inside the bag and you get this experience of mixing something yourself just like they do in a spa environment right which I love I love that and and it's also like it's the same thing as going into the kitchen it is very different to I don't I don't knock the efficiency of takeout but it's very different to go into your kitchen open a container you know eat something there is a an element of mindfulness when you go into the kitchen and you've bought your ingredients and you put them together and you put your hands on them, the food, cutting, chopping, cleaning, assemble what you're going to eat and then eat it. There's a process there. Right. And I wanted that same process to be available to the customer who was taking care of self. And so if they're taking care of themselves, making wholesome, healthy foods in the kitchen, 
why not do the same thing in the spa-like environment of your bathroom where you're taking care of self. So you're seeing, touching, mixing, feeling, batching yourself, same thing with the bath, and then you're experiencing. And it's just a different kind of subtle messaging that happens there. Yeah, I mean, that's, and speaking of ingredients, I mean, you have some of the highest standard, top quality ingredients that you use in all of your products. So talk to me a little bit about that and the philosophy behind your ingredients that you use. So the ingredients for me were, we started as a, and we are a, you know, a core element of what we do is detoxification. And when you are detoxing, you need to have really, really clean, pure ingredients. And I originally sourced ingredients, but on a very small scale. And as we got bigger and went into contract manufacturing, typically contract manufacturers want to source your ingredients for you. And I kind of looked around and didn't really feel comfortable with that. So we decided, I decided as a company that we would initiate something called founder sourced ingredients. And typically the, the, the large portion of most of our, the core of most of our products involves French gray sea salt and uh, clay and also a French green clay. And I said, you know, it's really important to me that I can actually see where these things are coming from and the environment that they're harvested and where they're held and how does it come to me and who's who, where am I getting these ingredients from who? We own a farm. I own a farm about three hours south of New York City. And so I'm very much in touch with like the process of farming and land and how things come about and that growing process and, and harvesting process and how it ends up you know, in the consumer's hands. And so I wanted to be as close to how organic food is is um, grown and 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 harvested and then consumed with beauty. And so I traveled directly to northern France to an area called Brittany, which is on the coast, and they have this amazing Roman tradition for harvesting salt, which is in these old flat seabeds. And it's basically salt is very simple. It is a combination of sun and seawater. And, and there you get salt. And so there are very many different types of salt all over the world. Himalayan sea salt is good, but this salt in particular was hand harvested. There's, you're not gonna run out of it. You're not draining any local resource. It's sustainable. You can get as much as you want. And it has a really beautiful color. And it also, when you when we import it so it's harvested it's put in a wheelbarrow it's moved inside of a barn and then it gets put in a burlap bag and then it comes to us how does salt help in the detox process why is it such a big element salt if you look at the chemical composition of it has really high mineral content and the mineral content of the well the body needs salt first of all that's number one but the mineral content in particular of the french gray sea salts is very diversified and very high and it is it aids in sweating and when you put hot water and you put salt in there you are able to sweat in a whole different level i mean if you were to get in the same temperature bath and soak and you were in the same temperature bath and put in you know eight ounces of salt it's going to be a different experience now a lot of times we get asked like why not epsom salt i guess the best way i mean you can look at our salts and look at epsom salt and it becomes very obvious like why one is better but the reason it, Epsom salt is, is obviously the salt is origin of salt, but it is completely processed. Yeah. I mean, there is no kind of natural identity. I was identity. thinking about that. That's why I just asked you that question. Like, I don't really think it's... Uh... It's kind of like, do I want to eat a fresh ear of corn off an organic farm or do I want to eat a Dorito? 
Um, oh my God. It's kind of, it's kind of okay. like that. Bye-bye Epsom salt. It's kind of <laughs> like that. But you know, so the mission in, in the reason why when we, this is a very heavy, expensive product, it, 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 just because of the nature of where it comes from, when we get it to us, it's, it's wet. We still leave the water in it, which is why we package your products in, in like separate bags and we don't add other things to them. And because we don't have to remove that water and that water contains a lot of good stuff. It's really important to me as we scaled the company, which is why we launched in a mass retailer like Ulta. It was really important to me that the products become accessible, affordable. We make things on different levels. So if you want to, if you want to get a really intense, say level three detox with clay and salt in a very big bag and have a really intense detox, you can get that. And it's like $34, but you can also get something that is very effective. It's probably a level two but it also has essential oils. It's a little bit more user-friendly. You are not gonna have as strong of a detox, but not everybody wants that. And they can do it on a more regular basis, and that's around $20. And then we are, our goal in 2020 is to be able to create a product that you can pick up at drugstore level. And so therefore, then you start getting into a world of like, well, you know, I have, I have my, I, I need to have bulk Epsom salt. I need to have bulk products. So if I'm a bather on a regular basis, which I think is very healthy to do nightly, Mm -hmm. if you can, you have affordable options. And because we own and operate our own manufacturing operation, we can do that. With someone in the middle, it's very hard to scale like that as a company. What year was it when you launched Persoma? 2014, we launched the brand in New York City at Shen Beauty in Brooklyn. What were your first products that you launched with? So we launched with Digital Detox, Resurrection Bath, hot tub, minerals de mer. Uh, so it was about eight, eight. So Opry Shavasana, which is a post-yoga. Soap. I love that. And I like the class that looked cool. After so you did a class, partnership with Taryn Toomey. We did Taryn a collaboration Toomey. with Taryn Toomey. And it was interesting because Taryn is very, she has a very esoteric side to her personality and is very aligned with crystal healing and crystal in her environment. And I was not so much. And you know, was a little bit like, oh, I'm not so sure about the crystals and where were you getting them? And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll work with the crystals. It's important to you. And, but I'm going to need to source it. And so we found, I wanted to source it in the United States and we found in Idaho, in the Pioneer Mountains, there is these people that are called, they call themselves, they're gemologists, but their their practices, they're rock hounds. So they that. work with the BOL, which is a Bureau of Land Management. You can get a permit and you can drive up the side of this really sketchy, steep mountain, which should not be traveled in a car. And you get out and you have excavating tools and they dig for crystals and they pull them out of the mountain and then they tumble them. And that's what's in the Piersoma bag. That's so cool. And that's really where between the farming that we work directly with in France and the excavating of the crystals that it occurred to me that we needed to have some type of standard about ingredients and why we're sourcing these things and with such attention to detail and quality. And we, I said, well, I don't know any standard out there that's going to, because co- cosmetics are not regulated. So there's no right. seal or regulation you can have that says, this is number, this is a number one ingredient and, you know, top ingredient. And we initiated this thing called founder sourced ingredients, FSI. And that was basically, so the customer would know that I myself was behind every ingredient that was in your products. And what we couldn't grow at the Pearsoma farm, we sourced directly. And... Um, 
we're a made in the USA company, all run by women. So it's a female founded company made by women. And it's those things are really important to me. And, you know, not outsourcing those things because we maintain a wellness culture in our company. And also it's a positive environment to work in. It's a nice place to work and people seem to be happy. And the sourcing, the next level of sourcing was for me to find a standard that I felt aligned with. And I went on a hiking trip with a friend of mine who happened to be on the board of the EWG. And I said, tell me more about the EWG. And that was right at the time that Kourtney Kardashian had gone with them to lobby to Congress to keep certain chemicals out of skincare and cosmetics. And they've been quite successful. And most of their efforts uh, as a nonprofit go there into research. And so when you have to apply for the EWG, not only do they have a very long list of no-nos, but then they test your product. You have to send it out for testing and they have to verify the level of ingredients that are in the product. So sometimes they have a very easy site to search called Skin Deep. Right. So if you want to look up Pure Soma and look at Skin Deep, there's a rating. One, two, three. How safe is it? You know, the smaller the number, the safer the product is. And then there's these things that says it's safe for cosmetics or for skincare, depending on the amount. So for EWG to, they might say, there might be an ingredient that's quote unquote natural and it's okay, but at high levels, it's not, it becomes not safe as for cosmetic usage. It might be okay for a cleaning product, right? but not for cleaning the body. So we work with the EWG. All of our products at Ulta are now EWG verified, three or four other Piersoma products. And by the end of 2020, we'll have everything EWG verified. That's incredible. And how many stores are you in now? We are in about 200, what I call kind of luxury retail boutiques, clean, okay. clean beauty spaces, independently run stores in all across the country. And we're in 500 Ulta's. We're online. Ulta has been a really interesting model to work with. They Last year, Ulta launched Wellness. And it's in the bath and body section at Ulta. And we sit with about six to 10 other brands, uh, essential oils, natural skincare. We're the only bath and body line in that collection. And, you know, Wellness is a growing industry and it's also has more mainstream appeal as people become more educated so I'm really happy about that I'm really happy about being able to bring that to a customer all over the country we'll launch in January in Korea uh, we'll launch in the GCC and in the EU. That's amazing that you are growing at such a terrific scale. There, there's a few things that are happening. I would like the product to be accessible on all press price points and right. everywhere. Because your mission is to bring wellness to the modern and world. this concept to yeah. the modern world and everyone. Yeah. And everyone. And so, you know, a lot of companies say not... And and not everyone is my customer. That is not what I'm saying because some people are not interested in wellness. They're just, it's just not their interest. That's not what they're going to spend their time nor their money on. But everybody that is interested, I don't think that wellness should have a big barrier to entry because of cost and accessibility. I mean, we will always offer, you know, a more luxury intense treatment that has to be at a certain price range because of the level and the amount of ingredients and types of ingredients that are in that bag. However, because we control our supply chain and I know that a very clean ingredient is made all the time by sun and seawater and we can get that ingredient and we can make it accessible at a good price point to pretty much anyone that wants to have that experience, that feels like the right mission to have at this company. 
and we want to continue to have that grow and to have that grow into I'm not so focused on I think skincare is great I think it's super important but as a wellness company I think it's good that there's clean beauty out there and more accessible to people and more available and there's more of it as a wellness company that's you know focused on going beyond the bath and having this mind-body connection, I think that as far for us as product development, it'll be things that really not only detox the system, but repair and relax the mind and the body. So detoxification is one thing, but the idea of we have, for instance, we make a body oil called Deep Sleep. And I've been looking for a really good supply of CBD for the past three years. And it's not until recently where we have a company, they're now growing their own cannabis and uh, extracting the CBD in their own facility. And I know that that's a traceable source that I can depend on, which is really high quality. And so we're going to add CBD to our sleeping oil because I've tested that. It works. I have found that taking CBD orally is kind of just regulating and figuring out what works well for your body, like how much you need to take, when to take it. And then adding CBD topically and having that transdermally on the skin, for me, that works better. Yeah. Uh, Orally, it's a little bit too strong, but I like it on the skin. I do like CBD on the skin. I have a CBD balm that I use. That's great that you're going to offer an oil with CBD. What else would be in it? I tend to be really light on the essential oils when I'm making something that is for sleep because if you have something that's too strongly scented at night, it can keep irritate you and keep you awake and yeah, too, that's true. too a little bit of overload. So I'm not a huge fan of lavender pillow spray. I think that lavender is really relaxing. I did a, a wellness conference and Ariana Huffington was speaking right before me from Thrive and she talks about this, which we have at Pearson where we have this uh, tagline, bath time to bedtime. Yeah. And, you know, s- sleep is really meant for sleep. It's not meant for people kind of have all these things they need to get to sleep. And, you know, if you just have a wind down period, reading a book, taking a bath, you know, lights dimmed very short, maybe very two, three minute meditation or something like a yoga nidra, which if you're familiar with that is really good for sleeping. Those things are really good. I I find that like we're really cautious about adding too much to your sleep program. Like once you're actually like there, like in the pillow. Well, I love the Pure Soleil body oil that you sent me. That's been really wonderful. Oh, I, I love that too. That was our first farm-grown product. So we grew 500 calendula plants at the farm in Maryland successfully, uh, hand-harvested them, dried them, distilled them, and they are in the body oil. The fragrance is awesome. Yeah, it is nice. It's, it's subtle, um, but really refreshing and you know not too overwhelming. I think that once you become, if you start to live a really clean life, like you will become sensitive to scent. You'll be that person that gets in the elevator and be like, oh my gosh, it smells like Clorox in here. Or it's, yep. it's too strong. You won't be able to tolerate things that are overly chemical or too strong and fragrance too strong with artificial fragrance. Yeah, that's me. I can smell everything. Yeah. So be, I have very sensitive sense, yeah. nose. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's not a bad thing. You obviously, you know, you've been working hard for the last like five, six years to build this brand and company. What are some of the challenges that you've had along the way? Like a challenge and then a win, maybe those two. Okay. So many challenges. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so your brand is like all over the place now, but it didn't happen overnight. Sure. 
and and you see things pop up and they and they and I and I oftentimes wonder because there's no barrier to entry to building a brand today if you can pop up overnight and I think that I think you actually can I think that's never been able to be done before but I actually think you can literally build a brand overnight with the right funding and uh, strategy is that brand scalable and sustainable I don't think so I think everything has when you look at it closer and deeper it has to have roots and it has to have a soul and a purpose and I think ultimately that kind of exhibits itself especially in a consumer driven society where people are interested to look and listen and they want information they're focused on you know the story and the background and 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 where that comes from and so I think that most of the challenge is that my business did not start with a business model and a business plan. It started because I was sick. I had some remedies and, and protocols that helped me and I wanted to offer those to others. And then you realize that you have to offer them to others for in exchange for it's a business, right? It becomes right. a business. You're not just gonna you know, do this as a hobby and you invest your time and your money. And I would say that I did not have a partner along the, you know, I had a lot of advice and really a lot of uh, personal support, but I didn't have a day-to-day partner. I had no one with me who I could float ideas by and who kind of uh, was the counterpart to my skill set, which was really kind of research and development and branding and marketing and storytelling and, and, and sharing the message. I didn't have a kind of classical business partner. and. That's been hard because you you have support, but it's not on a day-to-day basis where someone's right. really in the trenches with you. I also know that choosing a partner is not easy, but you know that is a challenge. And then you kind of circumnavigate those things yourself, make a lot of mistakes. Mistakes are good, though, because you really can learn. Some mistakes are harder and you know, if you if you learn your lesson, you can navigate around those things going forward. As we scaled, we started to say, how can we scale this? How can we keep really, really good brand integrity and really pr- like pristine ingredients and start to offer pricing structure while maintaining, you know, this Bentley of ingredients, but, you know, offering it at a more accessible price range. And that was really hard and it wasn't, it was a, a very long road to get there. And it wasn't until we 100% owned and operated our own manufacturing, our own logistics, our own packing, our own team that hand batched everything, our own team that was in charge of dealing with customs and importing from the farms that I was visiting, that we were able to do that. And so obviously that presents itself with challenges if you've never been in the manufacturing business. Right. You're not properly capitalized from the beginning because you don't know how much money that's going to cost because you don't have a partner who's done that before. Right. And so you run into all those problems and they all become learning lessons. And it took us a while to get there. And I would say that the win is we got there. That's the biggest win. And do you feel like when you come up against those challenges that you sometimes feel like okay did you ever have you ever felt like oh my god I can't do this and then you just like push past it oh yeah is that just meditation has meditation helped you with that or totally what helps you I think that if I didn't meditate I would I would I don't know if I would be like I would I would have a heavy drinking problem (laughs) (laughs) or like smoking problem I have had some stressful situations occur where I literally had like an 
had a had an eye twitch and <laughs> I looked it up and called the doctor and they were like well that's from severe stress I mean we've had some really stressful situations happen it is not just because we're in wellness and the ultimate result is like you feel good does not mean that the 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 business of wellness is all you know rosy all the time and so it's a really competitive industry there's no like I said there's no barrier to entry there's no regulations you can kind of make a brand we could make a brand in this studio right tomorrow and get a graphic designer and create something and put it on Shopify and, you know, make it in the kitchen here. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've got a, a product line and you've got a brand. But if you want to scale that and you want to have integrity, it's it's a whole different ballgame. Right. So I've had stressful situations like that. And, but now I have this toolbox. And right. That's amazing. I have this toolbox that sometimes gets empty and I have to refill it and I have to look for other tools. Meditation, I think that it is such a subtle thing that happens to the body it's not obvious it is not like you have a headache you take an advil the headache goes away right meditation doesn't work that way if you meditate daily on some of the things that you're the challenges you're facing there is a sense of clarity that comes to you so that the best way i can describe it is that these things are going to happen to you your experiences are going to be your experiences it is how you experience the experience so if you can experience the thing that's happening to you differently, then you, I'm not saying that it, it won't still be chaotic or intense or troubling, but if you're experiencing it with clarity and a level of calmness, then you're able to manage it. Because when you have, when shit happens, yeah. that's the time when you need to have yourself pulled together. Right. You don't need to have yourself pulled together when like things are going good. You can kind of relax. But it's when things become chaotic and stressful that you really need to have your shit together. And you're not going to be able to do that if every single thing that hits you knocks you down. Right. You have to have, you know, you have to be healthy and strong and you know, not have a weak disposition mentally or physically to be able to deal with challenges to really grow and build a very, very big, large, scalable business. In addition to meditation, what are some of the uh, fitness or exercise and wellness routines that you practice that also kind of keep you focused and grounded and fueled for success? And feeling like I'm like 20 yeah, <laughs> and having like, well, that kind also, of energy. You, know, like you need for that me, kind of it's, energy. It's, it's running. For me, it's running. Okay. Like I, you know, I, I love running. And if I ever, you know, have a question or I feel stressed or, you know, I need energy. Like I go out and I go for a run and I get that clarity yeah. that I can come back to my desk and like refocus. Like so, you know, I always ask this question to my guests who are all successful you know, on, successful entrepreneurs that, you know, you are using all of your energy all day to grow your business, to manage your <clears> life, to, you know, whether you have a family or whatever, you know, but there's got to be some kind of like workout or wellness routine. And I know yours is meditation, but I also know you, you yeah, know, when sure. we first talked, like you talked a lot about yoga, which also, if I didn't have yoga, I would, I would never be where I am. I, I owe everything to yoga. I honestly have to say that to me and my yoga journey. That's, that's really nice to hear. I have different, you know, it depends on where I am. It depends on the season. But I have, I know that every single day, seven days a week, I have to have some practice that makes me sweat and that is also part of, you know, 
I have become conditioned to live such a kind of healthy life mm-hmm. that my self-care is more intensified when I'm in New York City. So the other side of our business is in Maryland, which is kind of a bucolic area off the um, Chesapeake Bay outside of Washington, D.C. And, you know, it's kind of one of those places where you get off the, the, the turnpike and, you know, within an hour you roll your windows down and you, there's just kind of a sense of calm. Because yeah, the pace, I love that. The pace is different. And if we could all live at such a pace, I think that if we recognize that, we could all kind of be a little less anxious. And But I don't live there. I live in New York City. And so whether you live in New York City or whatever, whatever environment you live in, everybody has stressful things that they encounter. And I think that the key is not letting yourself get to the point where you need something to feel better. You just live a certain life that you're always maintaining a level of kind of peace within yourself. Yeah. And for me, it is uh, a combination of, I like hot yoga in the wintertime. I think that feels really good. The heat and the warmth and the sweating. The meditation practice is something I just do on my own. It's kind of like brushing my teeth. I need to get to that place. And the dry brushing, right? Yes. And dry brushing is so, so for important me, my, every day. My sports are, if I'm speaking in sports terms, like are cycling. So I have a really big passion for road biking, outdoor cycling. When I'm indoors, I have a Peloton. I really don't like the gym with a lot of people. Yeah. I see a lot of people all the other time. So if I can do it on my own, I like to do it on my own. So Peloton actually was, I was resistant to have a Peloton because I was such an outdoor cyclist. I was like, mm, this is gimmicky. And I really like it. There's some incredible teachers on Peloton that are very motivational and really skilled at what they do. Yeah. And so it's cycling, Peloton, boxing. I have a great boxing practice. I love boxing. Boxing for me is... What I love about boxing is if you're a person who can't sit still, you have ADD, and you have a hard time focusing, boxing is a really good practice because you learn certain techniques, and if you don't pay attention, you will get hit. Yes. And so (laughs) it's very, you have to not get distracted. So that's really good for me, and partnered with the hot yoga. But if I'm not in a kind of programmed environment, like where I have to have those, you know, Peloton in a hot yoga studio... Personally, for me, I would rather be on a bike outdoors, hike, go hiking, you know, if I'm somewhere cold, just some activity that I can do myself where I'm connected to nature. I think that we underestimate the value of nature. Anytime I have an opportunity to travel, I first look at like, well, how much time am I going to spend outdoors? What am I going to be able to do? I don't look at the restaurants. I don't look at the shopping. I don't look at anything other than like, well, what is my outdoor activity going to be there? Has that always, have you always been that way since no. you were a kid? No. No. I think I was like that as a child because of the environment I grew up in, which was, you know, rural countryside. Where but are you from? I grew up in Maryland on, in the, Maryland east, on the eastern shore, um, which is a kind of a little annex of the east coast of, of Maryland and you know, is is this great, off this great waterway, the Chesapeake Bay, and so it's kind of a working water. But, and then I lived in cities. I lived in Paris, I lived in Milan, I lived in, you know, 12, 10 to 12 cities in the course of my adult life. And so I spent a lot more time in cities, actually, timeline than I did. And it wasn't until that illness that I had where when I became better, I felt this desire to connect to nature. 
And for me, I needed an activity. I wasn't really going to just kind of pitch a blanket and just lay on a grass field and hang out. I wanted to interact with nature and utilize her and look at her her offerings you know what is what is mother earth offering and you know swimming in the sea uh, became a an activity that I love I'm not a great swimmer but swimming in the sea for me is far superior to swimming in a a swimming pool no matter how for me a, a beautiful pool that's salt water and you know is on the side of a mountain and just has this epic view is nothing compared to jumping in in the sea and swimming in the sea with all of its elements and there is no type of exercise class or any type of trainer that is as motivating and inspirational and challenging than climbing a mountain and so this uh, this desire to connect to nature I think is so important for the human being yeah it really is that's very much reflected in your brand and your products as well if people can't get to Alta or any of the stores where your product is sold, they can also shop your available. Your products are available on your website. Yeah. What's the website? It's uh, Pure Soma Life. Pure Soma Life. P U R S O M A L I F E dot com. Okay. So you can do you can get and that's where you'll find spawn a box and you'll find these kind of kitted curated self care rituals that we love customers to have a self care box per month. Yeah. And that way that every month, every, you know, typically it's a Saturday or a Sunday that they do it. They have a full kind of retreat at home. Do you have a subscription service yet? Or you're we not? will. You we will. will this year. We'll have a subscription service and we'll so also be leading like put, um, retreats. You're going to be doing retreats? Yeah. yeah. Oh, We're going to be cool. doing retreats that are focused on shifting, shifting your energy, shifting your body, shifting your level of awareness. And, and that will be the platform that we'll lead retreats on. Do you have some destinations set up yet? Somewhere, all I can say is somewhere warm. Somewhere warm. Yeah, somewhere it's warm. very cold in here somewhere right now. Somewhere warm <laughs> and somewhere where you can swim and you can have access to the ocean will always be an element. Yeah. I have. Do you have a spot in mind yet? We have a couple. Okay. Yes, cool. we have a couple. Saint Croix is amazing. I have not been. Oh my god! And the Buccaneer Hotel. Somewhere, somewhere that's warm has great swimming water, and also. You do not arrive after transfers and some places that yes. have direct flights. Direct flights. I love that. Yes. I love that. Flights. That's great. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. Where can people find you and all of your products? On Instagram. Yes. So Pure Soma, P-U-R-S-O-M-A. And on our website, which is Pure Soma Life, P-U-R-S-O-M-A-L-I-F-E. Okay. Yeah. Thanks this has so been much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.